how we perform on those bad days and making those bad days less bad is a much better indicator of how we're going to perform long term than looking at making our already good days great. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending it with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, all performers. I hope this finds you well. One of the strategies I've been talking to a lot of my coaching clients about helping them with going into the new year is the strategy of making your bad days less bad. And what that can actually do for peak performance in your personal, professional, or athletic life. And I'm sure that probably sounds like a really counterintuitive strategy. Like, why would you talk about making your bad days less bad? Aren't we talking about outperforming and and peak performance and sustained high performance? Well, yeah, we are. And one of the ways that you can actually do that better for long-term results is to make your bad days less bad. Because to be honest with you, if I can let you in on a dirty little secret here, it takes very little talent or maybe it takes no talent to show up and to be able to perform when you're highly motivated and the birds are chirping and the sun is shining and everything is going perfectly in the world and your day goes uninterrupted and undistracted from A to Z. Anybody can perform on those days, and you have some of those days, and I have some of those days. But to go to the flip side of that, we also have days where, you know what, we're horribly distracted or we're unmotivated, we don't feel like doing something, or the day just got thrown off the rails and we got to get the train back on the track. How we perform on those bad days And making those bad days less bad is a much better indicator of how we're going to perform long term than looking at making our already good days great or by trying to replicate that highly motivated day every single day of our lives. Because that's just not the truth and that's not how things work in our lives personally, professionally, athletically or otherwise. And I think about the part of the reason I'm recording this video is because I was working with a a financial advisor and his goal was I need to make 20 dials a day. All right. And on the days where he's highly motivated and things are working perfectly, he might make 20, 25, 30 dials in a day. But his bad days were four, were six dials. So those bad days are 
pretty bad, to be honest with you. So how can you take those bad days and instead of my goal was 20 and I did four or six, how can you maybe turn that into I'm doing 10 or I'm doing 12? And if you can continue to do that over time, knowing you're still going to have those days where you really feel highly motivated to do something and you will do the 20, 25, or 30, if you can make those bad days less bad, watch what happens to, I think, what James Clear called the average speed as far as your performance goes. And you can use this for any aspect of your life. If you're a leader, you might be in charge of leading roundtables or budget meetings or a strategic plan going into 2022. Okay, you can do that very easily if you're highly motivated and if things are going perfectly. But can you show up and execute on that vision or that plan or that presentation if you're not necessarily feeling your best? It's the athlete that shows up and can do it when they're highly motivated, but can you show up and do the lifting, do the strength and conditioning, do all the work that you have to do on the days where you're sore and when you're tired and you don't feel like it? It's the writer that wants to finish a book and you're supposed to be writing two pages a day and on the bad days you don't write at all and the great days you write four pages. On those bad days, can you just write some version of coming closer to the two pages that you wanted a day. It's a different lens and it's a different way of looking at your performance is instead of running the false narrative, which a lot of us think we need to run, where I need to find a way to make every day a great day. Like at some point, if I just do things right, then I'm going to be operating at the 20, 25, or 30 dials a day every single day, and it will never be like that. But to actually think a little bit about, hmm, to take a strategic and a practical way of reflecting on, and this is another thing I do with my coaching clients too, reflecting on if you had a bad day, which we all have, why was it bad? Like what was it or what happened throughout the course of that day that made that train go way off the track and made it be you know, this kind of a day right here. And if you can learn from, get some feedback from maybe that failure, learn from those mistakes, and then use that to make those bad days less bad, again, that's a hugely impactful tool and a strategy that you can use to be able to benefit your long-term performance in whatever area you want to perform better. So, Take that strategy, use it going into 2022. I hope this served you. And as always, wishing you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day. Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. 
And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.